I'm Marley. I'm Jana. And welcome to the very special post season one episode. That's right. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. We're going to do, we're going to talk about the entire season. We must. We We must. must. We must. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about predictions for season two. Mm-hmm. We are going to play a super fun trivia game, <laughs> as well as listeners at home. If you'd like to play along, please do. I've built, I've spent the last two weeks um, <laughs> silently reflecting about, <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but I have spent two weeks with this, um, preparing this survey. It's essentially a Buffy season one survey. It's all <laughs> kinds of things. I feel like I'm taking you on a, on a journey this is amazing. Uh, of questions. Because I often feel like I, I have, like, the notebook, like, the detailed notes, and I often take us kind of through the episode, and I have nothing prepared for this episode, so it feels weird. <laughs> I know. Gianna's the master. I know. I'm turning bookish. <laughs> I turned bookish a couple episodes ago, too, when I when I started to, to talk about Dracula. To wax poetic. I did. And when I read that, that epic Bram Stoker, like, forward of the book, which made no sense either. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so, yeah, I've become the bookish one. And I've become the uh, Buffy one, (laughs) Buffy fan. You just sit and respond. You dig deep. You Mm -hmm. think think deeply because you do think deeply. And then you just respond. (laughs) So um, how should we start? Should I just launch in? Yeah, just launch in. Okay. What did you make? I'm so curious. So basically, I've made I've made a questionnaire. The first bit is trivia. So some some trivia to um, help the listeners at home understand how much you were able to take in about specific details. They vary. They totally vary. This will also help people understand what fandom is really like like when you watch a show like a hundred times you just start to pick up details but I think it's going to be pretty surprising what you're going to what you're going to remember after just watching it once yeah because I've only watched each episode once in this season yes I've only seen these ones once I have watched them once a week yep like they were intended to be and I have listened to our podcast like several <laughs> times each for each episode, but that is a distortion of the text. So <laughs> honestly, I should have made you a trivia also about the podcast episodes. We're super fans of our own <laughs> podcast. God. Okay, no, scrap that. Um, um, so then I've also made a fill in the blank quotation section mm-hmm. where I will leave out words from very special quotes, and you will have to say who said them and which words are missing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do I win a prize after I get an A Yes. Plus? Yes, yes. Yes, you do. You Great. win a prize. I've created a bit of um, a bit of like a, you know what? We're just going to do it. Yeah. We're just going to start. Let's start. Because I don't even really know. Some of those things I'm like, I made that last week. I don't remember. It'll be a surprise for both of us. You, you can't see listeners, but Jenna has like a full notebook of <laughs> trivia and I'm scared. Okay. You, let's start you off with one you're going to get. Okay. Shall we? I'm so nervous. (laughs) So if you're listening at home, we're going to start the trivia section. Do, 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 do. (laughs) That's the song for trivia. I made it up. Um, Maybe Oscar can put in some actual sounds. If not, that's what you get. No, that sounds great. Great. Here we go. Question the first. Which Italian city did Moloch seduce that cute Italian man and then all the monks locked him in a book? Cortona! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Correct. I'm going to put check marks by the one that you get right. Amazing. Very good. Good job, Armor. 
If you got it at home, good job. If you didn't, NBD. Cortona is only mentioned, well, it's actually mentioned twice because it's also where Miss Calendar talks about the guy that she knows on the net who's been seeing all these signs or has been uh, recording all these signs about the apocalypse coming. He's also from Cortona. (laughs) Interesting. It's only a town of about 2,000 people. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to visit and we're going to have to do some demon hunting. Yes. Okay. Question number two. What is written in Marcy's yearbook that really seals the deal that she had no friends? <laughs> oh, um, is it have a good summer? Yes, yes, basically. I think it's have a nice summer. Have a nice summer. <laughs> good job, Marmar. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that is horrible. <laughs> Question the third. So far, you have 100% on your test. Yes. <laughs> what happens to Cordelia that takes her off the cheerleading squad in episode which? Uh, Cordelia off the cheerleading squad. Okay, she doesn't light on fire. That's another girl. <laughs> Good. Wait, she becomes blind? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is what takes her off. <laughs> I didn't remember. You, you like, you in the podcast, you called it white eye. <laughs> <laughs> she white eyed. <laughs> And I like that because it is more about white eye than than really anything else. Um, okay, <laughs> good job. Who is the other guy in the cage with Xander in the episode Teacher's Pet? Oh, God. His name is like Zach or like Mike. Is it Mike? Yeah. It's something like it rhymes with Dwayne. Oh. Z- Zane? <laughs> no, not Zane. Wait, Blaine? Yes, it's Blaine. Blaine. It's Zane. Remember he was going to tell his daddy? Oh, yeah. I remember him. About his terrible and legitimate trauma. Uh, yeah. Not seeing um, him again. <laughs> yeah, never again. <gasps> this is an exciting question to me. Hmm? Who is Buffy's first kiss of the show? First kiss of the show is Owen? Yes. Oh yeah. Never kill a boy on the first date. Yes. It's really one of my favorite episodes. It's excellent. Yes, <laughs> she kisses one. him. Do you remember when she kisses him? Mm, is it at the bronze? Yes. Okay, Good yeah. Job, Marmar. I'm going to give you a bonus point. Angel is there. Oh, maybe he's not there at that point. I but... think he is there. Okay. Great. <laughs> it's like one of those like bye classic like bye bye and then she leaves the shot and then she comes back in the shot just to kiss him oh, yeah. because she's so forward and it's romantic. Yes. And cool. Angel's like, duh. duh. Yeah. <laughs> I know her from work. We work <laughs> from <together>. work. <laughs> oh, a true or false for you. Oh. oh, I got into true or false this for a bit. I think this is the only one that made the cut. Okay. <laughs> true or false. Angel kills Darla. Uh, true? Yes. Okay. Angel. That was tricky. Yes. <laughs> you know, lover. Lover, lover mother. boy kills mother lover. <laughs> mother lover son. <laughs> I can't quite remember how it went down, but I think, yeah, Buffy was there. Yes. Yeah. Remember Darla brought all her guns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take it like a man. <laughs> yes. Okay, you are at 100%. Yes. Congratulations. Thank and you haven't had to use a single you. lifeline. <laughs> oh, I have lifelines? Is that how the game works? <laughs> I think we can say you have lifelines. Is phoning a friend just me going out of the closet and asking yeah. Andrew what the yes. answer is? I'll text him. Yeah, you can text him. You can text one friend. Okay. And it can be your friend, your husband friend. Okay. Um, next question. Question number eight. How is vampire spelt on the book that Giles presents to Buffy when they first meet in the library? Oh, yeah. It's it's like V-A-M-P-Y-E-R. Vampire? Close. Oh. You're so close. It's V-A-M-P-Y-R. No E. Oh. Just Y-R. Yeah. Oh. I got it wrong. Okay, question number eight. (laughs) You got wrong. So we'll do some some demon spelling. Oh, am I punished when I get one wrong? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) That's weird. Oh, this one. Yes. What ancient text predicts the master will kill Buffy? It's the Codex. It is the Codex, and there is a name for the Codex. Oh, 
God. which I couldn't remember. I had to look this up. Uh, oh, I don't know. They say lots of Latin-y words. Yeah. What is it? I don't it's know. It's the Pergamum Codex. I say Pergamum? In, in an episode, I, I like say like, I'm pretty sure I say a word for like a kind of food in another language that I just like <laughs> pop into my brain. But it's not what I said in that episode. It is what I said in this episode, the Pergamum Codex. I don't remember that at all. That's a deep cut. That's a deep one. Mm-hmm. I know. I had to, I couldn't, you couldn't get them all. <laughs> um. Oh, this one's fun. What is the name of the song Cordelia sings at the talent show? <laughs> oh, uh... Oh, what is she singing? And and I'll give you a half point if you can say which artist it's by. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. What is she singing? She's singing she's singing Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All. Oh. And she butchers it as we as we recall. Oh, Whitney. Dang. Yeah. Whitney. Whitney. Well, that was terrible, so I didn't recognize. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so bad. It is even kind of hard to recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, who said, you have no idea how it is to have done the things I've done and to care? Angel. Yes. So traumatized by his soul. His new soul. (laughs) (laughs) His brand new soul. Oh, which government agency takes Marcy in to rehabilitate her post-invisible face cutty-uffy day? <laughs> the FBI. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Congratulations, Marmar. Takes that invisible child <laughs> to use as a weapon. <laughs> oh, was that number 10? Congrats. Question 11. Who is the first vampire we see in the series? Okay. It's Darla. Yes. <laughs> Marmar. Yes. So those are my trivia questions. We will now move on to the quotation part of the survey. Do the song for the quotation. <laughs> it is. Quotation. It is. Um, um, it goes like this. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know those famous sound effects? (laughs) Okay, wee, 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 wee! So this is a fill in the blanks. This is a fill in the blanks. Um, You have to tell me who said it Mm -hmm. and what, what words are missing, okay? Okay. The first one is, I may be blank, but I'm still blank. I may be dead, but I'm still pretty. Yes. Buffy. Yes. (laughs) Ding, ding. Oh, I'm better at this than I thought. You're doing great. (laughs) Okay. Second quote. (laughs) I won't sing the song again. I don't even remember it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it. (laughs) Here blank the lesson. Uh, Here endeth the lesson, the master. Your favorite daddy. He is. (laughs) Of all the the daddies, Daddies. he's your favorite daddy. He is my favorite daddy. (laughs) He's he's up there with my favorite daddies. There's lots of favorite daddies. (laughs) (laughs) Quote the third. Quote, you have a sacred birthright, Buffy. You were chosen to destroy vampires, not wave blank at people. Pom-poms. It's Giles. Yes. You even did a Giles voice. Oh, did I? Yeah, a little uh, bit. Well, it's, it's only natural. It's uh. only natural. Next one. Things involving the blank fill me with childlike dread. Now, if it were a nice ogre or some such, I'd be much more in my element. Uh, it's like... It's things involving technology or something, and it's Giles. It is, is it technology? It's what not. Is it? Be more specific. Like the internet, the things involving, I don't know, computers? He says, yes, things oh. involving the computer fill me with John-like dread. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. Yes. Ooh, Giles. this one's fun. This one's fun. Uh, quote. Don't be sorry, be blank. And please don't listen to that principal or anyone else's negative opinion of you. Let's make them eat that blank. 
Oh, don't be sorry. I don't know. Is it Cordelia? No. Ugh. I don't know this one. You're going to as soon as I say it. You're going to know it. Don't be sorry. I'll give you one of the blanks. Don't be sorry. Be smart. And please don't listen to the principal or anyone else's negative opinion of you. Let's make them eat that blank. (laughs) Podcast (laughs) listeners, G is making weird eyes at me like I should know from her eyeballs. I don't. I don't know. It's Dr. Gregory, our favorite teacher who believes in Buffy, and he says, let's make them eat that permanent record. Let's make them eat it. Uh, Dr. Gregory, Andrew asked me, that was his trivia question. He asked me today what that guy's name was, and I didn't remember. Dr. Gregory. told me Dr. Gregory. Dr. Gregory, you know, he's he's actually a teacher we see a lot of. He's just so early, but we actually see Mm. him even before he dies. I was about to say spoiler. (laughs) I watched it. it. (laughs) Spoiler. Uh, Like he's actually in a few pre. They're in biology class quite a bit. Oh. Um, So if I go back, I will see him. Yeah, you'll notice him now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And he's a good teacher. That's the other thing, too. Mm. Um, Next. Willow, nice dress. Good to know you've seen the softer side of blank. Sears. Yes. Cordelia. Yes. <laughs> what a bitch. Quotes. I mean, you were really strong in the trivia, but you are killing this too. <gasps> okay. Here we go. Another quote. <laughs> <laughs> this is two different people speaking. Okay. So one person Whoa. says something, and then the next person says something. Okay. So one person says, why would anyone want to harm blank? And then someone else says, maybe because they met her? Did I say that? What? Why would anyone want to harm? I don't know. It, it's Giles yep. and Buffy. No. Nope. No. And Willow? Yep. Yeah, it's Willow saying. Cordelia. Yeah. It's Cordelia. Yeah. Maybe because they met her? Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, final quote. Quoth I. (laughs) The elders conjured up the perfect punishment for me. They restored my blank. Soul. Yes. Angel. Angelus. Yes. Oh, very good. (sighs) Love it. Good job, Armor. I'm, I have to say, I'm super impressed. (gasps) Good. Here I am being like, you have to watch the show a hundred times to get all the details. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh, if you watch a show and write down every part of the show in a notebook, it really solidifies it. And talk about brain. it with your friend for like for more than the episode yeah. length. <laughs> yes. Every time. I know. Then it really gets in there. And also listen to it like yes. at least three, four times. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Okay. 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 I have created a section that has never before been created when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> trivia. Uh-huh. Okay. It's it's questions I'd like for you to answer about the sum assembly required section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I remember? Wow. But these, so these are like, these are like, we just want to hear Marley's opinion. Like these are long form, like think in a survey, they're not short answer questions. These are like paragraph like a questions. Paragraph, short paragraph. The first one is, Marley, will you please describe Joyce's hair journey throughout the season? <laughs> I will, and I have opinions about it. I know. So in the pilot kind of two episodes, Mm -hmm. Joyce, I really hated her hair. I did too. I did too. Yeah. It's, I don't know what they were doing. It's, It's like chin length, but curl, but like too curly, but like frizzy. It's like they haven't given her like any good gel or mousse in the hair, and it looks like a circle. Yes. On her head. (laughs) And it just looks real mumsy, but like old, old lady mumsy. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. But, you know, I think quite quickly they figure out her hair after that um, because then they lean in. They must have given her some mousse uh, to help (laughs) with that curl pattern. Uh, And then they also get her makeup right because I think in the first couple episodes she just doesn't have a wisp of makeup on. She's got like... 
bare lips, nothing. And then they give her a little blush. They give her a berry lip. That's a very Joyce mom 90s lip. It looks really good on her. Yeah. And then her hair is much, it's much less like a, of a triangle round shape on her head. It's more face framing. Her curls are loose, but like look nice and touchable. Yes. Yeah. Touchable. Mm -hmm. That's totally it. And they're not like, because sometimes curls, if you put a lot of gel in them, they can get crinkly, but no, hers look lovely. Like blown out. Yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you for that description. You're welcome. For the viewers at home. (laughs) I think that was accurate. Who is the hottest in the show, and who is the most fashionable in the show? Oh. Oof. Well, <laughs> I was going to say the master is the hottest in the show. <laughs> but not, he's not really, but, you know, it's funny. Uh, he is kind of hot. But um, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Just because he's very um, confident and powerful. And, you know, at first I really didn't find Angel attractive. And then I did, and then sometimes I don't again, like, because he's kind of boyish and, like, I don't know. So I find him attractive sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time. He's not, like, my favorite, and he wouldn't be my uh, person I'd be the yeah. most attracted to. Yeah. And then I do think Giles is hot. <gasps> yes. Anthony Stewart head is he, so good looking. Yeah, he grew on me, too. Uh, so, but the actual answer is the master is the hottest. <laughs> He made it to the finish line. I know. Wow. And the most fashionable? Yes. I'm very curious about this. It's Buffy. Yeah. Yes. It's Buffy. Um, (gasps) With Cordelia is a close second. Oh, for sure. She is. But Buffy is the most fashionable. It's also just because we see her the most and we see her costume changes the most. But her hair is always different. Her makeup's always different. So, yeah. Buffy is the most fashionable. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing, too. Like, you fall in love with Buffy. It doesn't matter, like, in all the ways. In the superficial ways. In the ways where you root for her and you want her to survive. If you think she's a hottie and you're attracted to her, you fall in love with her because you're, like, maybe fantasizing about Buffy because that was a big part, too, of what this show did for young people, Mm -hmm. too, was this hot, young superstar Mm -hmm. with all this power, too, which is, you know, an, an extra pie worth of hotness that a lot of female characters didn't get before. And being super feminine and also super badass yeah. is really cool. It's very uh, it's very third wave feminism, yeah. like owning your femininity, but also being really cool and badass. Yeah, and tough. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. Okay, Marmar. Mm-hmm. So the Fab Five have come to Sunnydale. <laughs> Who needs a full makeover? <laughs> by Fab Five, do you mean like a Willow? I mean Jonathan. I mean the Fab Five come. Oh, you I mean, mean like, I mean like I mean like you mean like Queer Eye? Yeah, I mean Queer Eye comes to Sunnydale. Who do you nominate to get a full makeover? Oh, from Sunnydale. Yeah. Um, it's oh god, it's a close tie between Willow and Xander. <laughs> Maybe they could do a couple's episode. Yeah, yeah. Or like the best friends. Or best friends episode. But they both have very bad fashion. If they did, okay, if this actually was a Queer Eye episode, they would get a makeover, and then at the end, they would hook up. (gasps) Yes! They would, like, love themselves before they could love each other. Yes! Oh, this has to happen. Okay, amazing. Yeah, it's both of them. Okay, and describe if you can, if you can <laughs> describe what you think they would change and how you think they would help Xander and Willow feel more confident. Well, Xander just needs to wear clothes that fit him. <laughs> number one, and no more brown. Uh, <laughs> take would a be break. The rule. Let's take a break from brown. Like brown is not necessarily bad. I, it can be a beautiful color, but it, not when you wear top to toe brown fuzzy sweater every day and his clothes are huge and they don't fit him uh, and he we saw in the nightmares episode that he is buff so yes. he needs oh, yeah. some form fitting clothing to show off his biceps oh yeah that's right we saw him naked <laughs> yeah we saw him naked so we know what we're working with yes and he's hiding it so he needs to be more confident in yeah. his body uh, cuz it's great and willow needs to stop dressing like a 
five-year-old with rubber ducky shirt. Uh, I knew rubber ducky was going to come up. Yeah, no matter what, I, know. I knew it. And, and you know, you can have some, you can have braided pigtails like and things like that. Like, that's, that's not what makes a five-year-old outfit. It's, like, badly oversized clothing that has, like childish prints on it and she's so beautiful she could she doesn't have to dress like overly sexy or like buffy or anything but she could have like a cool nerdy girl yeah look it feels like it feels like willow dresses herself like a child because because she is because she's sort of resisting this maturation yeah she's very happens naive and but she's like embracing that naivete although at the very end of the season we see it kind of crumble so i'm We'll talk about next season, but we'll see when I was a willow. That's coming up. (laughs) Okay, great. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. Oh, next question. Which character's costume design did you most enjoy? Costume design. Well, I'm going to say Cordelia, actually, because I really... I just love her outfits. I think she's very fashionable and she's always talking about them. Like you're like you have to be really careful when you're referring to your outfits all the time in a way that is talking about your power. Like you have yes. to be so careful about what you're wearing and so all of her looks were carefully chosen, I thought, to reflect that power. Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't necessarily translate today in some of the choices, <laughs> but I still love them. Her little um I'm just thinking of her little pink like cravat <laughs> right oh, now. Yes. Loved it. Remember that great moment um I think it is in episode of Nightmares too where Giles like Cordelia comes up to Giles and Giles just says, "Oh, your hair." And then she's like, what, my hair? There's something in my hair? And she, like, runs away to go look at her hair. Yeah. And Giles says, oh, Xander was right. It worked perfectly or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. they really do integrate her vanity mm-hmm. and her and her care of her appearance into the character in such a way that is so – it's so effective. Yeah. But it's also – it's also unpredictable and isn't always the same. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's quite a magnificent costume design. I agree. Yeah. For me, I really love – who do I really love? I think the master falls in here. I was going to say the master's leathers. Yes. And Darla, too, for me. The vampires, like mm. the specific choice to give her the schoolgirl. Oh, yes. Once, especially when you – like you have to go in seven episodes deep to figure out that Darla loves this character. This vampire loves playing this character. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like a turn on for this vampire. Oh, it's like role play. Yes. Like she's like, I dressed up as your little schoolgirl angel. Yes. <laughs> and then when you find out that Angel is totally crushing on Buffy, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, uh, uh, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like it seems all innocent and sexy and 90s. And then it's also like psychologically fucked up. <laughs> Which is what the vampires do. Like, you talked a lot about how, like, vampires take things and really twist them and make them, like, wrong, unnatural, disturbing. Yes. Yes. They make something familiar unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. And that is also true of taking what they know of the person who they've killed and the body that the demon is now taking over and and the memories and stuff. And they do that, too. They make that same person unrecognizable. Like, Jesse did that so well. I mean, R.I.P. Jesse, so long ago, you did. R.I.P. But, but, you know, like, he's he's messing with Xander's mind. Like, you can't kill me, bro. Like And Cordelia. And Cordelia, yeah. too. So you see that, and we're going to, that just gets better and better and better as mm-hmm. we go. But you can see the seeds of it even here. So good. Okay. In five words... And in only five words, describe the overall fashion of the season. And these can be words that are just like, that just come to you. They don't, doesn't have to be a sentence. I just want to hear your five words. Okay. Uh, Shiny. (laughs) Shiny. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Frosted. Frosted. Pink. Pink. Plastic. Plastic. (laughs) Oh my God. The 90s in five words, everybody. Like, truly. (laughs) <laughs> okay. And what was the worst fashion moment of the season for you? Mm. Uh 
One of the worst just popped into my head is when Buffy has like a rat tail <laughs> hair. It's like her hair is in the chignon and then like just weird rat tail. Like it's not a half up, half down. It's just a weird rat tail. And it was a choice. They did it and it's horrible. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, it was awful. And then, I don't know, Xander wears so much ugly things. His One of them, it's early on, it's like a... Maybe it's in witch. It's it's like a fuzzy. Is it the green thing? No, it's brown. It looks like a teddy bear oh, yeah, yeah, sweater. Yeah. I think it is in witch. Yeah, and it looks almost like um polar fleece or something. It looks like a blanket. It's horrible. That's the worst. I also thought maybe what would come up for you is Joyce's weird brown pajamas. Oh yeah, silken <laughs> brown pajama. I don't know if that's the worst. They were bad, but Xander's really hoof. Yes. And the rubber ducky shirt. I'll never forget. I know. Willow. 16. <laughs> I know. I did go to high school with girls who wore, like, it's so weird, but, like, like who wore Teletubby shirts. I it, feel like it's sort of equivalent. It's sort of the same. I loved SpongeBob in yes. high school, and which was, I don't know, kind of, like, trendy to like yeah. these cartoons but it was more of an adult cartoon yeah like rubber ducky you could never argue as an adult cartoon no, that's like sesame street it's like that's like zero to 12 months and it's not even like a cool <laughs> thing like or a trendy thing no yeah okay good job you got 100 percent on your some <laughs> <assembly>. my quiz <laughs> um, <Of> myself <laughs> well it's actually still going on oh great we still we just finished the some assembly required portion <laughs> We have a few more pages to go. <laughs> the gold notebook. I love it. Okay, everybody. Next section is I have made a short section on the Sunnydale yearbook. So I've made um, like best dressed, best laugh, <gasps> biggest gossip. Those are the three I want you to answer. And I want you to answer me most likely to win a Grammy become a PETA activist, and to join a nunnery. <laughs> Amazing. Where would you like to start? Well, you pick one and I'll tell you. Okay. Let's start with, well, we did best dressed, I guess, didn't we? We did best dressed like you answered who you thought was the most fashionable and it was Buffy. Yes. But maybe best dressed could mean something else. Um, I am... Or who would get it at the Sunnydale? We could also play it like who do you think would actually get this? At Sunnydale? Yeah. Well, it would be Cordelia. It would be Cordelia. Would get it. But I will say I'm going to pick Buffy because the best outfit of the season was her <gasps> season finale outfit in basically a bridal dress and leather jacket. <laughs> uh, yes. With an honorable mention, this came in... To my mind, <laughs> of the fuzzy like tiger print hoodie she wears at the graveyard. Yes, uh, when she's waiting for the prophecy of the anointed one, and yes. then she gets to go on the date with Owen. Never yes. kill a boy. I love that, and I want that fuzzy hoodie. That's an honorable mention for best dressed. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Who has the best laugh? Laugh. <laughs> Weird. Can I think of who, like, laughs in the show a lot? I'll, I'll just give it to Nicholas Brendan because, like, he's a goofball and he's laughing all the time and he, it's cute. He is laughing all the time. Mm-hmm. I really like Willow has, like, this little giggle. Yeah, Willow's cute. She has this little giggle where she sort of, Allison Hannigan sort of sticks her tongue between her teeth. It sounds gross, but it's, like, a wonderful little... I don't know, character thing. She, like, smiles really big and she goes, like, hmm, like that. Like, that's what she does. <laughs> if only you could see Jana's tongue between her teeth. This is how much I love the show. <laughs> Who is the biggest gossip? Gossip? Uh, it's Cordelia. Oh, of course. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. She's the biggest gossip. She's a huge gossip. Yeah, for sure. She's always, yeah. Cordelia. She wins. Cordelia, you are all over this survey. Mm-hmm. Okay, most likely to win a Grammy. <laughs> to win a Grammy. And well, this does not have to Cordelia. Be, this doesn't have to be the student body. I would like you to, like, the whole cast. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> I wanted to say something that was not in season one. <laughs> 
because <laughs> I don't. But no, I won't. Because uh, I've seen the musical episode. Oh, that's right. Uh, but I don't actually remember really what goes on in it. Okay, um, I'll just give it to Giles because Giles hasn't won anything uh, and he hasn't really sung, but he could probably sing. Yeah, he probably used to or sing. Or maybe he like could play the flute or something. Yes. Uh, and win a musical. Okay, great. Grammy. Okay, Giles, <laughs> you have a secret love of music. Um, oh, also, maybe the tuba girl in, yes. in the talent show, in the puppet show. Yes, she will rip it up. Yeah. Sure. Okay, the Grammy goes to Tube Girl, I think. <laughs> um, okay, who's most likely to become a PETA activist? Um, I'm going to say Wendell, who oh, is yeah. the spider boy from Nightmares. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Wendell. I love that. Yeah. Yes, protect the arachnids. He wants to protect animals and spiders, yeah. so it's Wendell. And last but not least, who is most likely to join a nunnery? Willow. <laughs> she already kind she of lives looks, like a yeah, nun. Yeah, she looks like a nun, and she's so naive. Um, so right now, she would join a nunnery. Oh, love that answer. <laughs> love it. Okay. So we've done our yearbook section. Great. And now, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> now we are moving on to Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I've played this on the Instagram a few times. Oh, yeah. So, very good. I've selected, I've pre-selected some combinations of people. Yes. <laughs> so, your first round, Fuck, Mary Kill, from season one, is Giles, Buffy, Xander. Oh, this is hard. Um, I'd fuck Xander. Yeah. I'd marry Giles, and I'd kill Buffy. Oh! Sorry. <laughs> I'm more attracted to Giles and Xander. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so you'd have to be like a demon or something in this situation. <laughs> well, I'm just mostly hetero, oh, so. I can't believe you're killing her. I know. I'm sorry. <gasps> My heart. Okay. So I can take it. Second <laughs> second round, fuck, Mary kill, master, angel, Xander. Oof. I have to fuck the master. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> um, and then I'd marry Xander and I'd kill Angel. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> this is devastating. <laughs> I don't feel as strongly about Angel as I do I about the master and Xander. <laughs> this just—it's a great. This just tells the truth about who I was when I watched this and who you are when you watch this, and just—it's so—it's such a big difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but <laughs> I I find Angel hot. I just he's not the hottest to me. Well, and someone has to go. I just can't believe you you don't kill Xander in that situation. But I think he's so he's built. No, he is. <laughs> and he is. he's sweet, so I'd marry him. And he's human. Yeah, and he's not a vampire. Okay, next round 3. Fuck Mary Kill, Cordelia, Joyce, Willow. <laughs> <laughs> um I wait, say it again, Cordelia. Cordelia, Joyce, Willow. Um okay, I'd fuck Cordelia, I'd marry Willow and I'd kill Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that answer. So <laughs> okay, what about this one? <laughs> Joyce is coming back. Great. So fuck Mary kill Joyce Miss Calendar, Mrs. French. Oh, who is the praying mantis lady? Yes. Okay, sorry. It's Joyce, Miss Calendar, Mrs. French. Yes. Oof. Okay, I'd fuck Mrs. French for sure. And then I'd marry Miss Calendar and kill Joyce or Cordelia. Oh, wait, Joyce. Joyce. It's Joyce. <laughs> I don't find her attractive to me. To me. She is like a mom to me. Oh, my God. But some moms are hot, but I don't care for Joyce. I love it. I love that, like, I love that Buffy, Angel, and Joyce all must die in your (laughs) fucking kill. Like, the holy, like, the little boyfriend, girlfriend, and mom. Mm -hmm. Okay, final one. This one is a zinger. (laughs) If I do say so myself. Fuck, Mary kill. Principal Snyder. Principal Flutie. Dr. Gregory. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Well, I'd marry Dr. Gregory, <laughs> for sure. Ugh. 
Who would I fuck <laughs> on a blue dish? I'd... <laughs> I'd fuck Snyder. He seems angry. <laughs> and then I'd kill Flutie because he is so dweeby. I could never fuck him. <laughs> would you eat him? <laughs> <laughs> Like a piggy. Like a piggy. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent job. And my final questions are going to lead us nicely into talking about predictions for season two. Amazing. Let's start us off with, what do you think the season two opener will be? Okay. So it will be after summer vacation, probably, Mm -hmm. and the start of the school year. Mm Mm-hmm. But then the, it's probably going to open with some kind of, like, um, allusion to their, the next monster, the next bad, big mm. bad, which I have no idea what or that is at all. But I think it'll be, like, back from high school or back from summer vacation. Oh, I was so excited for grade 11. <laughs> which is what again? Junior? Oh, uh, <laughs> wait. Junior. Yeah, because it's... Freshman, freshman sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior. senior. It will never make sense. No matter how many times we say it. That's right. But that's what it is. So that's my prediction. Okay. They're coming back to high school as juniors. As juniors. And then they'll be a, a, a bad monster doing something. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think your prediction is exactly right. Right? Um, I can't wait. So next question. Which character are you most excited to learn more about? Hmm... Um, I'm excited to learn more about Miss Calendar. Ooh. Because she has only been in, like, two episodes, and she seems like she's kind of stuck sticking around, and in the last episode of the season, they kind of solidified her as, like, part of the gang. They finally told her Buffy is a slayer, etc. so... Oh, yes. That's right. It's true. You can't really have her fight in the season finale. Like have a have a large part in fighting the mm-hmm. massive Vena Mouth. Is that what you heard? Uh, that's what I heard, but we haven't investigated that <laughs> yet. Vena Mouth. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you can't have her come fight that thing and then just not have her in season two. And I want to learn more about Giles and Watchers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you just wait. Mm-hmm. Um, Marley, please describe <laughs> how you see Buffy's love life unfolding. Mm. Well, she certainly hasn't had her, I guess, time with Angel resolved or even peaked. So there's going to have to be some peaking. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if she's going to fuck Angel or what, like, or if they're going to introduce that when she's in grade 11. Probably a bit too risque for for syndicated television. (laughs) But maybe, I don't know. Um, She's probably going to have to... Fuck him at some point, probably. But she's probably going to have to have something come to a head with with Angel. Okay. And then Xander hopefully is, like, over it, but I don't know. That's not quite resolved yet, maybe. Okay. Great. Great. Um, (laughs) This is my last question before we just start talking like normal people. (laughs) Um, When do you think we'll see Angel's tattoo again? (laughs) Probably the first time we see him in the next season. I can't believe I wrote that. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I know, but it's like after all that, that's the last that's thing. That's the final question. Well, the next time Buffy gets his shirt off, which will be like he's hurt or like, I don't know, his shirt's just shredded <gasps> oh. from from like whatever, yeah, fighting. All those times where you accidentally get naked. Yeah, when your shirt just work. shreds off. Yeah, when it shreds off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you know, lots can happen. Buffy's clothes never shred off. No. But angels oh, yeah. do. Uh-huh. That was an amazing trivia, G. <laughs> you put so much work into that. That was amazing. I love it. I love it so much. I'm so thankful that we did this. Mm-hmm. It's been so fun. Yes. And it's really gotten us through this, these um, bizarre times, these Helmuth times if yes, you will certainly. the whole world is a hell mouth we're living right now. on a frozen one but yeah. it is one <laughs> it is entire earth is a hell mouth oh, i would say i kind of wanted to ask you if you had any thoughts on how we started this podcast like episode zero we talked i talked a lot about my relationship to the show and like 
how we we discussed how it's really useful and can be really fun and good to consume the art and media that you're the people that are really close to you love. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know if there's anything I want to bring it back to me and I want <laughs> to know if there's anything you want to share about me having watched this show. It's it's just so funny that I didn't know anything about this show, but I've been very good friends with you for over a decade. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> this this show, there's just so much about this show that is integrated into your life that I really see now. <laughs> and also just how you've processed certain things in your life and certain just not traumas, but just certain difficulties. I, th- I feel like this is your Bible and yeah. like you go back because... Well, I know the show will get even more, there'll be even more things to use in your own life, mm-hmm, like different mm-hmm. traumas, different things they discover. But even in this season, there's a lot of ruminations on so many different subjects. You could sort of always go back to the Bible and, yes. and be like, what what does, what would Buffy do? Yes. <laughs> what would she do? Yeah. Because she, she takes different tacks all the time to do things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's very solitary. In, in her investigation or in her, I don't know, her quest to, to fend off the demon of the week. Sometimes she works, she's working, like, with everyone. They're all working together and they all save the week, <laughs> save the day. Yeah. yeah, her stuff, like, her, the way her family is, her, how she feels on the inside about her strength versus how she presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so much of it that. You're right. Even as like just a 12 episode, we aren't, we haven't really committed to, it feels very episodic. And then we finally commit to this like great build to the end. Mm -hmm. Even then there's still so much thematically that you can look at and apply to your own life. Yeah. And I just feel like I know much more about you now. (laughs) And it's also just fun to sit in this closet and talk about high school and talk about, we just get to reflect on a lot of things that we often do when we're watching TV or movies that are important to us, we often kind of have our own reflections about them and why we love them. But to sit down and really pull them apart and pull them out and be like, why do I like this or why don't yeah. I like this? It's very cool. Um, it's just fun to talk with your friend about all kinds of things under the sun. Yeah. And we do that all the time. We sit and talk and talk and talk. But to have something to focus and something that's so important to you is is really cool. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like how and why people read horoscopes mm-hmm. or like do tarot cards or these different ways of getting themselves to talk about real things mm-hmm. about themselves in real ways. But it isn't inherently like personal or sentimental or because you're talking about something else. Yeah. But you are talking about you through something else. Yes. You know? And I've really appreciated the listeners uh, yeah. because we have received feedback from various people that they feel like they're they're hanging out with us even in this time where we really can't hang out with people. Yeah. Uh, and to be able to feel like you're chatting with your friends or you're having a conversation. Making new friends. Yeah. I feel like we're making new, new friends. friends. Yeah. And just uh, sort of an escape to talk about something fun and, and kind of frivolous. But it's also not. It's really not. It's all grounded in reality. But it's just been so nice to hear that everyone feels like they're they're hanging out with us because we really wish we could hang out with everyone in this closet yes. <laughs> to talk about Buffy yes. or whatever. I know. I miss whatever. hanging out with people. So this is a nice way to feel like we are hanging out with people in their earbuds. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel all you fans, I feel you in this closet with us. I feel, <laughs> I all... feel you in this closet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel you. Um, yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's also in the spirit of how the show was watched, right? Like you'd mm-hmm. watch it at home. Maybe with a friend, but you'd maybe, like, watch it and then you'd, like, talk about the episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, before texting and that kind of stuff, that kind of way of communication, like, you would really just wait to talk about the show. Yeah, for sure. Like, we did this with Game of Thrones with our friends. Yes, and, yes. And we've done it with Lord of the Rings and with other uh, fantasy Otherworldly fantasy sort of thing seems to be our jam. Yeah, well, it's things that always are have metaphors yeah. and and deeper themes in them that apply to many things in our lives. Yeah. So, uh, fantasy and sci-fi and all those things really 
they take us to other places and it's all metaphors and it's it's very cool. Well, in this show in particular, it, they don't shy away from the fact that it's a show of lessons. I've said that. That's always how I've thought of it. Mm-hmm. They're going to get more complicated and it's going to be less clear who has the right answer, which, mm-hmm. of course, is fabulous. That's just the way good television should make you feel. It should be difficult. But yeah, even then, I feel like this 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 show, this mythology, these lessons just totally guided so many young people through life. For the super fans that I know out there who have been listening, I know I know it's deeply affected them in the same way it has me, mm-hmm. which is why when you hear like about people being Buffy fans, it's so exciting because you don't have to convince someone that it's good and worthy because they just know it is because it's like been integrated into who they are. Yeah. Ah, so special. And I just, I still feel like I'm on the outside looking yes. in because when I tell people I'm doing this Buffy podcast and they're either Buffy fans or they're not. Yeah. But and then I have to be like, and no spoilers because I do, really don't know anything about the yeah. show. And they like, I feel like everyone has a very hard time like I know. doing that. <laughs> but hopefully, eventually, I'll be like more integrated. But it's hard when I've only seen one out of whatever. Se- how many seasons are there? Six, seven, seven. Okay, so I'm still just a newbie, and I don't know if I have the exact reverie. I'm very kind of irreverent with my. I'm like that in a lot of ways in my you're life just, you're that's a, that's <laughs> just a part of who you are yeah that's also why this podcast is funny <laughs> <laughs> this works also because of your irreverence yeah <laughs> it wouldn't work if it wouldn't work if we were just googling and oogling not googling like googling but like oogling like, <laughs> like oogling <laughs> it just wouldn't work yeah it wouldn't work if we were both like praise praise every every moment mm-hmm. also the moments you do love, like when you when you finally said Angel is hot, <laughs> that was like six episodes in, five episodes in. Yeah, it was. It was that's like five weeks. That's yeah. five weeks of my life where I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. Where I didn't know. But now I'm like, I don't know if he's hot. <laughs> I know you're. Oh, you're. You're. I'm like, hot and cold. Yeah, you're hot and cold. <laughs> you're hot and cold. <laughs> but Angel. that's okay. Do you have a favorite episode? Of season one? Of season one. Okay. This, this really is, should have been a question. This is funny, but kind of one of my favorite episodes is Never Kill a Boy on the First yes, Date. It's so good. Because it was the first episode. I will be judged. Yeah, that character, which doesn't have a name. He's just the fake anointed character. He's yeah. almost my favorite character of the whole season, or at least of the one-offs, because uh, he was just so amazing. Yeah. And I really love... Like the the cuckoo, like religious, <laughs> like satanic thing that they started going into in that episode because it got dark for the first time because that's only episode four, five. I four. think it's five. Yeah, and so before that, there was a couple like one-offs, teachers yeah. pet. <laughs> the, the pack, yeah, yeah, it's like, which you know. So the, and they're yeah. not really. But that was, like, the first episode of the show, kind of, like, where they're going in a bit. And I loved it. I just loved him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And then I loved Nightmares, too. Yeah, Nightmares is good. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Yeah. I love, I mean, I I love Angel so much just because it's so hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like truly, this show, you know, the awakening on all levels is is pretty real. I mean, it's not hard to awaken a teenager. Like, we're mm-hmm. awakenable. Yeah. That's that's our job. You're looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, kind of your job in your development is to just, is to awaken to all kinds of things and experiment and learn about yourself. Um, so Angel is your favorite episode. I think it's my favorite episode. Beca- and it's totally because Angel's hot, 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 hottie. <laughs> and, and it brings me, it, it like... It's feelings of nostalgia. That that feeling I get when I watched it, then I get now. Mm. It's like it it transports me. You are. This is like memories, though. You're always remembering the memory. Yes. So like you're always remembering that first time. Yes. In a, in a way, of watching. And then on the upon rewatch, I love learning about. 
And I love talking about, as you can tell, (laughs) the weird relationships, the new relationships that vampires let us have. Hmm. When you learn about Darla, you learn that Darla is his mother, is his is sires him. So this is the term that is useful to know. Sire, to sire someone. Gross. So Darla sired Angel, and then they had a relationship, and then Angel kills Darla. It's just so good. Like, it makes my my psychology brain kind of explode. And for Buffy to know, to have a romantic interest, a, a love interest, and a pretty legitimate one, even though, of course, it's fraught with the fact that he's a 244-year-old vampire or whatever. Um, but you also get this – this character knows this now. Like, Buffy knows this. Yeah. Like, when you're a teenager, hearing about, like, a person you might be interested in having an ex or having any kind of sort of sexual romantic life outside of you was really difficult. It kind of blew your mind at first. Mm-hmm. Like That's for, why there's all this jealousy stuff, yes. especially when you're young and you don't have a handle on, like, I don't know. We're also fed all this stuff about, uh, you know, possessiveness and one person and yes. monogamy and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the jealousy is so rife, especially when you're a teen and you start dating. and But, like, Buffy... Buffy's uh, forced to, like, face uh, a very, a very, I don't know, a, a very modern, um, is it modern? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It kind of is. It's, um, she's falling in love with a man with a history. Mm-hmm. And that is Well, it's cool. kind of a mature thing. Yeah. It's, and he is a man. Yeah. Oh, he's a 244-year-old man. <laughs> he's a demon. But he's like... <laughs> He's supposed to be kind of like a like a twenty four year old guy or something. Yeah, I think. What is uh, what does Cordelia call him? Salty goodness. Oh, hello, salty, salty goodness. goodness. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say salty goodness. Yeah, she, like it's like he's like a college boy. Yeah, yeah, kind of or like twenty two. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jigu, do you have a favorite line from this season? I mean. I may be dead, but I'm still pretty is my and, – and here endeth the lesson. Those are my favorite lines. Those are among my the favorite lines of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, other favorites. Other favorites. Um, I love here endeth the lesson. So good. Yeah, because I just love the master. And I'm, I'm really going to miss him unless yeah. he can somehow be resurrected, which in a show of magic – when you have magic, anything, anything is, is possible. possible. Death is never permanent. Whatever. Like, that's that's what all magic books tell us. Like, when you have magic, there is nothing that's impossible. It's that's- just how to make us believe it and how to make us care. Yeah. And to not make it frivolous. Like, yes. I find Marvel movies, you're like, oh, they all died? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Like, that death doesn't have any meaning after a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it depends. Right now, death has meaning because people haven't come back from the dead but I assume that happens it's also not one of those shows like you said it early on in the pod you were like well they died so and so died and that person died and these people all just died and it's okay <laughs> like it's also not a podcast where we don't kill anyone ever mm-hmm. like it does it's a fine line you yeah. do have to kill people there's lots of students that died this and, year <laughs> yeah and no one's left at the school <laughs> like so it is a it is a show that will kill People will mm-hmm. kill characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, the master could have been season two's villain, too, and we just meet him in season two. Like, how often does that happen? Mm-hmm. But they, they got him this time yep. round. So, yeah. If I think of anything else, I'll uh, I'll tell you in episode one of season two. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be coming out sometime in the, in the new, new year. year. So keep your eyes on the pod screen. We're also planning on doing a special episode where we watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the film. The movie. The film that we talked about so much in episode zero and episode one. But I have never seen it. So I must watch it. It's time. And tell you what I think of the fashion. Because there's just so many powers. Like, honestly, I was reading today about how at the... 
uh, like when Joss Whedon was creating this character, he gave Buffy a bunch of other abilities that she doesn't have and they took out of the story. But like she had, I think, the ability to talk to dead people. Oh, wow. Um, and to move things with her mind. Wow. Holy shit. That's too powerful. And they, and they, they, they took that out. And you said the vampires can fly, which I am very <laughs> interested to see. Uh, so Pee Wee Herman is in this movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> There's going to be lots of stuff you are going to be interested to see. You're all going to be interested to hear <laughs> it when we do our special like Christmas uh, episode. Yes, our festive movie our binge holiday watch the movies. episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie. Ooh, ooh. So, I'm going to sing us out. Sing us out, G. Thank you for joining us on this <sighs> special episode. G is going to sing us out. This is really long. It's going to be really good. Oh, wait. Arg-ger? Ger. Arg.